0: It always amazes me. Where do they say I'm going? They don't know for sure, but not far. Within driving distance, anyway. Apparently, the motor pool got a requisition. When am I supposed to find out? Sometime today? Thank you, Reacher said. Good to know. The three star let go of his elbow, and Reacher edged onward to the door, and through it, and out to a corridor where a sergeant first class skidded to a halt and saluted. He was out of breath, like he had run a long way, from a distant part of the installation, maybe, where the real work was done. The guy said, Sir, with General Garber's compliments, he requests you to stop by his office at your earliest convenience. Reacher said, Where am I going, soldier? Driving distance, the guy said. But around here, that could be a lot of different things. Garber's office was in the Pentagon, so Reacher caught a ride with two captains who lived at Belvoir but had afternoon shifts in the B-ring. Garber had a walled-off room all his own—two rings in, two floors up, guarded by a sergeant at a desk outside his door—who stood up and led Reacher inside and announced his name, like an old-time butler in a movie. Then the guy sidestepped and began his retreat, but Garber stopped him and said, Sergeant, I'd like you to stay. So the guy did, standing easy, feet planted on the shiny linoleum. A witness. Garber said, Take a seat, Reacher. Reacher did, on a visitor chair with tubular legs, which sagged under his weight and tipped him backward, as if a strong wind was blowing. Garber said, You have new orders. Reacher said, What and where? You're going back to school. Reacher said nothing. Garber said, Disappointed? Hence the witness, Reacher supposed. Not to private conversation. Best behavior. He said, As always, General, I'm happy to go where the Army sends me. You don't sound happy, but you should. Career development is a wonderful thing. Which school? Details are being delivered to your office as we speak. How long will I be gone? That depends on how hard you work. As long as it takes, I guess. Reacher got a bus in the Pentagon parking lot and rode two stops to the base of the hill below the Rock Creek HQ. He walked up the slope and went straight to his office. There was a slim file centered on his desk. His name was on it and some numbers and a course title, Impact of Recent Forensic Innovation on Interagency Cooperation Inside were sheets of paper, still warm from the Xerox machine, including a formal notice of temporary detachment to a location that seemed to be a leased facility in a corporate park in McLean, Virginia. He was to report there before 5 o'clock that afternoon. Civilian dress was to be worn. Residential quarters would be on site. A personal vehicle would be provided. No driver. Reacher tucked the file under his arm and walked out of the building. No one watched him go. He was of no interest to anyone. Not anymore. He was a disappointment. An anti climax. The NCO grapevine had held its breath, and all it had gotten was a meaningless course with a bullshit title. Not exciting at all. So now he was a non person, out of circulation, out of sight, out of mind like a ball player on the disabled list. A month from now, someone might suddenly remember him for a second and wonder when he was coming back, or if, and then forget him again just as quickly. The desk sergeant inside the door glanced up and glanced away, bored. Reacher had very few civilian clothes, and some of them weren't really civilian. His off-duty pants were Marine Corps cockies about thirty years old. He knew a guy who knew a guy who worked in a warehouse, where he claimed there was a bale of old stuff wrongly delivered back when LBJ was still president, and then never squared away again afterwards. And apparently the point of the story was that old Marine pants looked just like new Ralph Lauren pants. Not that Reacher cared what pants looked like, but five bucks was an attractive price. And the pants were fine. Unworn, never issued, stiffly folded. A little musty, but...